to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour on Voice America, World Talk Radio, Apple to iTunes, and throughout the world. I'm coming to you from Grants Pass, Oregon, in Southern Oregon. We're starting our ninth year with the Power of Water radio talk show to educate you and let you listen in on people that I bring into the show as special guests are very professionally authorities in what they do, scientists, physicians, authors, and individuals who practice every every day something that is very educational about how we live on this planet and to make life healthier and better. And it always will relate to the water. And the water on this planet is got to, must be here for eternity. We must join together, make this a mission for water on the planet, fresh water, to be healthy and available abundantly for eternity for our planet to survive, to live in that solar system. At the beginning of time, billions of years ago, around the planet Earth was water vapor. And a lot of people today, because we have so many words that have been invented, all, all these words of description, we look at the environment, we look at what, the air. But at the beginning, it was water vapor in the atmosphere, water. There was no life on the planet, what we call Earth. But at one point, the sun came around the planet Earth, changed the temperature, and a rain began to fall through those droplets of water and drop onto the planet and began life. Life began with that droplet of water at that spot on the planet at the moment when it began. And when it began to grow a species of soil, soil is a species, that when the soil began to grow and have life, all of a sudden, the magic began. Earth began with life because of that droplet of water. And when the rains came down and they absorbed through the soil, and they went down in the center part of Earth, what we call aquifers, and they'd fill up at different places on Earth at different times, and then all of a sudden come to the surface of the planet, Earth, with lakes, ponds, streams, rivers, and the lowest flow would go to the lowest point. Now we call it oceans. Water brought all life to earth. Without it, there is no life. There is no health. The atmosphere is what keeps you alive. It began life on earth. Is that water vapor in the atmosphere. Now, this is what I remind you of Every show, and I will forever. Your body is made up of water as other life on earth is made up of water. Have you ever looked at a tree, at the bark, and if the bark is getting too dry, what is happening? It's gonna, something is drawing the moisture out of that tree. Could it be insects? Insects that draw that moisture out of the tree because they need water. They need moisture. They're just grabbing at that tree's water to try to get water them, beetles and bugs and all kinds of insects you can imagine. Have you ever looked at your favorite a, a, a plant in the summer 
when the snails and the slugs and other insects are drawing at it at the bottom around the leaves, all of a sudden, they're dying because those insects and bugs and slugs and snails need water, moisture. They're just sucking it out of that plant. You are also a living species of life like a plant. You maintain a certain amount of water that is vital to you as a person. When you left that pocket of water and you entered into that delivery room at that moment, it was the atmosphere that kept you alive and supplemented you with everything you needed as within reason. But technology and education came along and we learned how to breathe and we breathe that water in and we let the breath out. We're recycling that moisture from the air in and out. Then we learned how to drink water. Drinking water is vital, at least 8 to 10 glasses a day. But drink full glasses. Don't just drink a sip. Drink full glasses because that way you can absorb the water and the body makes the decision. Your nutrition is vital to your mechanics of your individual water, bodies, water, and, 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 and circulation called recycling, living with the atmosphere coming in through the skin and going out from in the body to live with the atmosphere. Your nutrition and how you eat is vital. How you feel after you eat, you can tell. Moderate exercise, don't always overdo it. Moderate it. Sleep is vital. Earth goes to sleep. To take some time, relax, visualize your, your emotions, your mental, your body gets a chance to relax and live with the solar system as you sleep. Now, as I've been teaching you on this show, the surface of your eye is 99% water. What is the word dry eye? Evaporation of water loss. If the, if the atmosphere can't keep up with it, you have if you have dry eye that causes vision impairment, that is what vision impairment is, dry eye. If you complain about needing glasses, all of a sudden you get to certain times of life to when you've got allergies, you've gotten an older live cataracts, glaucoma, and extreme problems of dry eye leads to blindness. That's what dry eye means you eventually could go blind. The other parts of the body, like the brain, 80 to 85% water in the womb as you're forming, the brain and the eyes connect together at the same moment. Why did nature do that? Because the surface of the eyes are going to pull in from the atmosphere the water vapor that's necessary to keep a supplementation of 99% water at the surface of the eye But the brain, if you're not getting enough for you personally, the brain kicks in behind the eye. So you can imagine what the brain has to do if you're not taking good care of yourself and drinking enough water, breathing correctly, eating right, moderate exercise, and sleep. So you can see in the rest of the body, lungs, 75 to 80% water. That's your filter system. Your heart, 75 to 80 your bones, 25, 20 to 25, teeth, 8 to 10%, blood, 50%, muscle, 70 to 75%, the skin, 70 to 75%, a 
liver, 70 to 75%, kidneys, 80 to 85%. How important is your body to recycle with water? And, you know, it's so simple. But for some reason, our planet is in the worst water crisis, freshwater crisis, than they've ever dreamt. They left it behind. That's why this show is so important. And all of us that are joining together in research throughout the world, the water has to be the focus of all life on the planet, number one. What in heck is happening out there with all those committees at the UN? What is happening with all the politics when they know that water is the most important reason you're alive and the earth is functioning with a solar system with life, with fresh water? Now that atmosphere... The atmosphere is also endangered. The atmosphere started the planet. It has droplets of water and vapor. It's a water-vapor atmosphere. And that water vapor is what brought all life to Earth and the water to the planet. They must communicate. They must recycle each other. Or everybody's going to evaporate to death. What are these diseases? Evaporation of your body not keeping up as an individual with the atmosphere. When you're born, there are no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike, no two DNAs alike. We could go on and on. You are that unique because of your water table and your own recycling with the atmosphere. Now, the atmosphere has been picking up around the world, on this planet, toxic pollution. The pollution. Toxic like you've heard of the word toxin in your cells and your body because you're not keeping up with enough recycling of water, the, the cells get toxic. I call that manure. But the water vapor is getting full of toxin pollution and it picks up a particles of matter inside that little bubble of water in, in the atmosphere. And that water vapor is going to be trying to recycle in the with your body water loss and your body water hydration. If it's heavy, they say the heavier the water, the dirtier the water, the cleaner the water, the wetter the water. Well, if that toxin in the in the pollution and that is if there's toxin pollution in the water vapor, and they're proving out there that millions of people are dying a year world round because of the toxin in the water vapor. We must learn how to live our lives. Drinking water is vital to keep up with that recycling. But we're in the worst water crisis than you can imagine. Look what happened to California. How many times have I been discussing California through the years to be aware? The former Governor Brown and his team built those canals in California so California wouldn't make a mistake with water. What did California do? They made a mistake with water, but they're not alone. It's all over the world. There would not be a Middle East of desert sand, but they didn't have the technology that we know today. So they, there's no, they have the sand to deal with. That's almost lifeless living, is living in the sand. Throughout the world, the toxin and the pollution, the pollution and toxin and the, and the uh, water vapor is out of control because we don't have enough fresh water on the surface of the globe to filter through to the atmosphere, and then we are evaporating out of control. But look out your windows. The earth is also evaporating out of control. We've got to do something about that, and we will. 
We can do it. It's not too late. It's all positive futures, and we're bringing people together, and there's people out there with organizations that are taking this so serious. Today, I brought a guest that I'm going to be introducing you to, Steve Lauer out of Chicago. I met Steve recently, and I could not believe what he does in his everyday life. He owns a appraisal company of many people with him, appraising properties in Chicago and around Illinois. But he also, many years ago, started a Tai Chi. And Tai Chi is a masterful art if you're willing to learn how to live with the planet and live with that atmosphere, live with that tuning in and that recycling. And you'll be shocked at the thousands of years that that Tai Chi, Kijou, had been learned throughout from China. And I decided that Steve would be very valuable for you to be taught in this laboratory of learning with this show, The Power of Water, how we live with the atmosphere with Tai Chi. But first, we're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears I Missed. It's a trade secret. Water. It's tissue culture grade water with just a mist to supplement the surface of your eye. It's not too early to start your children using it to supplement the eyes every day with water evaporation loss for a healthier eye. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist, and we'll be back with Steve Lauer out of Chicago. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Steve, are you with us? Yes, Sharon. How are you today? Well, it's nice to have you on today. Can you speak just a smidgen louder uh, so we can hear you a little better? Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, first of all, thank you for joining us. I know how a busy person you are. And the audience, I want them to know that you, every day, you own a real estate appraisal company there in Chicago. But many years ago, you started Tai Chi. And um, tell us why you, Steve, started Tai Chi. Um, there really wasn't one specific reason. When I was growing up... Um Somewhere around 10, 11, 12 years old, I saw my first um, martial arts movies on TV, and I said, you know, they're doing things that just 
ordinary people aren't doing, and I wanted to know why. I wanted to know what the source of that was. And um, over the next probably 10 years, up until the time that I graduated college, I interviewed a lot of um, different instructors in all the various different arts, and um, I found out that the Chinese appeared to have been doing this the longest. Uh, for instance, uh, Qigong, which is the, uh, the father of Tai Chi, uh, for lack of a better expression, was started about 7,000 years ago. And I wanted to tap into that universal energy, that qi energy, that qi energy as it's also pronounced, um, because I found that those that were tapping into that energy just seemed to have a, a better quality of life, more energy, just a higher level of spirit. So I sought out um, Professor Joseph Dodaro um, in the Chicagoland area here. He's now since relocated to San Diego. And now, I what is his name? Uh, Steve, I will, Steve, I will interrupt once, every once in a while because and then if you said something, I can grab it right then. Uh, what is this person's name that taught you or you uh, met with? His name is um, it's Professor Joseph Dodaro, D-O-D-A-R-O. Uh-huh. And... Um, when I met him, it was a pretty amazing experience because he showed me things that the body can do that I had no idea, and it was all based on qi energy, just creating that through qigong, through tai chi. Mm-hmm. And um, he was unlike any other instructor that I've uh, interviewed for the decade prior. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is somebody I need to train with and study with, and I was with him for uh, now going on 22 years. Wow, 22 years? Yes. So you have been doing it quite a while, and I am really impressed that you went out and interviewed to get to take it serious. Isn't it fascinating, Steve, how we each person out there of all walks of life have this inner vision, inner drive, inner um, uh, instinct of something they want to do, and they vision it, and some people don't go too far because they get distracted, and then there's people like yourself 22 years later. How old is Tai Chi and Qigong? Well, Qigong started about 7,000 years ago, and it was, it was started or created by Taoist monks because 7,000 years ago, um, a lot of the Chinese were um, not living past their mid-20s, and they wanted to develop something that enhanced the body and enhanced the longevity of life. And then for the next 5,000 years, they practiced Qigong because Qigong is ever-evolving. And then Tai Chi came about about 2,000 years ago because they wanted to combine that life energy and life force that Qigong created, but they also wanted to do it on a martial art uh, or a martial aspect as well. Because mm-hmm. not only do you want to protect the body's organs uh, and function just through the exercises, they felt that they needed to protect themselves as well just in case they were... Um, accosted, assaulted, etc., and then especially, too, because of all the warring that was going on in China, they wanted to develop some sort of martial aspect that also tied into the Qigong, and that's kind of where Tai Chi uh, stemmed from, was combining the internal strength, the internal energy, with more of an external type of uh, martial arts system. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I'm going to come back to something 7,000 years ago. They were only living to be 20 years, about 20 odd years old. I didn't, that's the first time I've heard that. So when this began, they thought this may be uh, an, uh, a method um, to um, try to create the rhythm of, of life um, to, for the person to have some more disciplined instruction of how the body's 
living with the air around them because their life has been around water from the beginning. And obviously, because of Hindu or and the faith, they live with the atmosphere and they knew there was something in the atmosphere. So maybe they instinctively, not maybe, they did instinctively choose to um, create this new uh, um, life to live, to live in, in, in the atmosphere, I call it, but live with the air around you. Am I wrong? Not at all. Um, absolutely, because um, the Chinese learned early on that um, the power of breathing and the power of just um, creating the energy through breathing right. was increasing the longe- longevity of their lives. Because um, approximately 80% of your body's impurities are removed just through the, uh, the lung function and the breathing process. Right. Right. Yeah. So they, tapped in, they wanted to tap into that and see how far they could take it. And, um, right. and it's lasted 7,000 years that uh, they've been yeah. doing this. And well, and the world has been listening to the Chinese uh, with their um, achievements in what we call alternative medicines or, or alternative healing for thousands of years. They went from all over the world to go learn what, what were their secrets. And, and now Qigo at Tiananmen Square. Wasn't it Qigo at Tiananmen Square when they were um, doing Qigo? Have you ever heard of of Dr. Effie Chow? I've heard of the name, yes. She's a very dear friend of mine. Yeah, she's behind all that. She's written many books. She's got a new book coming out. But back to Tai Chi. So why did they go from Qigo to Tai Chi, Steve? Well, Qigong was just for the health of the body, and they needed something to defend the body. Um, you know, and I've heard this compared to, um, you know, why a rose has thorns. It's just to protect itself from someone who wanted to steal the blossom. So if you're creating this blossom of life inside of you, you know, with the Qigong, developing that energy, developing the, um, the good blood circulation, the enhanced mm-hmm. bone density that Qigong gives you, they wanted something uh, additional to defend the body against, um, you know, external attacks, whether it's from, you know, the, another human being, an animal, something along those lines. So they wanted to incorporate a moving form, which is what you would see when anyone does Tai Chi. All those are self-defense postures, and all those postures can be used to thwart off an attack or actually, you know, attack something that's coming towards you. And you're using your whole body in conjunction with the Chi energy that you've created for one of the most powerful forms of self-defense that's ever been created, if not the most powerful. So explain that. You know, um, when you're seeing, uh, and people can go to Google and search Tai Chi, T-A-I-C-H-I, and they could probably get videos on it. In fact, Steve, you should do one sometime. It sounds like you have what it takes to do it. Uh, But back, if you haven't, have you ever done a video for training? Yes, um, uh, with my uh, um, uh, teacher, Professor uh, Dodaro, we've done many videos over the years. All right. From from just straight self-defense to just Tai Chi Mm -hmm. uh, videos. We even developed, um, using Tai Chi, developed um, a self-defense system specifically for Mm -hmm. different areas of law enforcement, homeland security, etc. Wonderful. um, Wonderful. It wasn't until recently that... um, universities such as Oxford and Harvard and uh, even the Mayo Clinic started to really investigate Tai Chi 
And um, mm-hmm. there's a group in Harvard right now that calls uh, Tai Chi just an undiscovered uh, miracle type of exercise because they don't understand why Tai Chi has such a positive effect and enhancing effect on the body as far as, you know, increasing your immune system, warding off diseases, curing different ailments that we have in the body. Well, Steve, we can teach them today why. (laughs) I know why. (laughs) We're all living with the atmosphere, the water vapor in the atmosphere. And long ago, the Chinese, their faith, lived with that atmosphere as if that was their faith of God, their power of all, was that atmosphere. But when you're touching it, you know, with your, you're reaching out like you're swimming in the air, but it's not. It's 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 called water in the air. It's like a swimming pool. You just don't see the water vapor. You don't see it. And when the body is water, and the body came from a pocket of water and entered into the earth, and then the water vapor becomes your swimming pool of life to keep you alive. It's what what you and I talked about recently when we met. That movement and motion of the exercise of Tai Chi is is literally working with that very carefully, very slowly, like the rhythm of the solar system. Is everything slow and very rhythmatic, and it's doing its rhythm. So when that when that recycling of the body is moving to the swimming pool that you can't see that water, but you're moving with it carefully and very electrolytically. That's why there was an invention called power for electricity, planes to fly, a battery to charge. So if you take the body and you work with the body like you've learned, and I envy you because I'd love to learn to do it, you've learned to do with your exercise, your focus, your discipline, you're, you're keeping no, no distraction while you're learning to do this. You're able to work with the atmosphere very electrolytically. It's, it's, it sounds like maybe it's uh, not uh, the way it really is. It is the way it is. They learned that so thousands of years ago. And that's almost a threat to some worlds out there if the person knows how to do that because they know that person's focused with discipline they know how to live with themselves, but they're li- living with the atmosphere as the faith that is the most powerful faith you could have. But with you now and, and doing it for so long and all these universities um, getting involved and getting interested, I can see why they are, Steve. Because we're moving into a different world. We're wanting to learn more about that atmosphere. We're wanting to learn more about the evaporation of the body and what is happening with the recycling of the body water in the atmosphere. We're wanting to learn how we can slow that down and and work with it as an individual with the mind and, and the lungs and that breathing. Steve, you brought up today the breathing. Tell our audience how important it is to learn to breathe to do Tai Chi. Um, it's amazing. Over the dozens and dozens of students that I've had over the years, um, most people do not know how to breathe effectively. More people are breathing through their mouth instead of through their nose. And most people don't concentrate on the length and depth of their inhale and the length and depth of their exhale. And that in itself is key to just our daily living, not just Tai Chi, but everything that we do. 
if we can't breathe, we can't relax. If we can't relax, then our body is going to be completely exhausted and our mind is going to be completely exhausted. Similar to how, you know, water balances out and enriches our, our body and we need that desperately, so does the chi energy. The chi energy balances out our body as well as our mind. One of the things um, through deep breathing and through Tai Chi um, that it's not just more of a physical type of benefit, but also a mental type of benefit. Right. right. Um, universities, um, like I've mentioned, Harvard, Oxford, etc., have started using Tai Chi um, to cure people of ADD, ADHD, uh-huh. those types of disorders. And they've had more success with just the, um, the patients that are doing Tai Chi mentally than they have with mm-hmm. any of the drugs that are available on the market today. Right. right. Oh, oh, yes, of course. Yeah. And similarly, um, our military is starting to look into Tai Chi and Qigong because they're, they're starting to have much more success for treating the post-traumatic stress disorder that our veterans are coming back with mm-hmm. than any of the other drugs or counseling that's available to them right now. And they're already trained with exercise. You ha- and when they went through boot camp, they had to practice right. I mean, exercise. Most yeah. of these guys are in better physical shape than most of the rest of us in the United States here. And know how to but, discipline, yeah, they exercise, yeah. Yeah, you know, from just you're, physically you're, fit, but mentally fit, when it comes to just balancing your chi energy right. in your mind and just enhancing and getting a little bit deeper breathing to balance themselves out, uh, the mm-hmm. Tai Chi and the Qigong is much more beneficial than anything else they've been exposed to thus far. Exactly. Oh, there's nothing that excels it. And every one of those uh, disciplines of learning how to do it is drinking water, breathing, proper nutrition, uh, and learning how to rhythm. And, you know, when I was talking to you, I'm a believer of this rhythm. Um, but back to breathing, I've got to share one with you. One time I was asked if maybe it would help me to relax if I could take yoga. So I don't have much time available to me, so I try to find the best one here and and she was from England, and I went over to have private yoga lessons because I didn't. I wanted to do it when I could find time. And so she, we started, and she started teaching me, Steve, how to breathe. And Steve, I was in a lot of pain just learning how to breathe. And I said to her, Petrina, I said, Petrina, I said, I think next time we come, we're going to give me more breathing exercises and training than yoga. I said, I can't believe, Steve, I was in just exhausted learning how to breathe. I had no idea how uptight I was. I wasn't breathing. The body has to breathe. Absolutely. Has I mean, breathe. breathing is the most important aspect of Tai Chi and Qigong, but it also is, it takes the longest to master that. I mean, right. I, I learned the Tai Chi form, um, my first form in nine months. It took me, and that was going three days a week, four days a week, five days a week, wow. just for one Tai Chi form. Wow. And it takes about a half hour to complete that form from start to finish. I didn't get the breathing down for that form for probably two years after that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But the thing is with Tai Chi, the breathing is ever evolving. If my inhale is five seconds for one posture, my exhale is five seconds for another posture, two years after that, wow. maybe it's 10 seconds, maybe it's 15 seconds. It all depends on how you can control your breathing yeah. and, and relax through the entire form. See, Tai Chi is an exercise, but it's more of an anaerobic exercise than an aerobic mm-hmm. exercise. Because when we're doing an aerobic exercise, whether it be running or whatnot, we're breathing, but it's more of a panting type of situation. It's not as controlled. But when we're doing Tai Chi, it's a very controlled breathing. 
you can just you can just feel and picture your lungs just completely filling up with oxygen, nice and relaxed, and then exhaling at that same pace. So you just wouldn't inhale very slowly and then try to exhale very fast. You have to control it in and you have to control it out. And that in itself, you know, takes quite a while. However, if it does take you a year or two to master that breathing, um, that year or two prior, you're not, you know, you're still getting a benefit from Tai Chi. You're not missing out on anything. It's just something that you're striving towards with anything that's worthwhile that you're doing. It's going to take time. You're going to listen to our sponsor just once. And then we're going to come right back. Don't go anywhere. Uh, and we're going to dive into that breathing and what we believe is happening with the atmosphere with that breathing. So don't go anywhere. Um, we'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist with Just a Mist. Do you know what dry eye is? Evaporation of the tear film causes vision impairment. With Just a Mist, you can learn to solve that. We'll listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with Steve Bauer. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Steve, uh, we were talking about the breathing, and if, don't you believe after what you've been 22 years later, and you just told the audience worldwide that it took you two years to learn to breathe with one, with maybe one or two movements. Explain to the audience the Tai Chi movements and how you breathe with those movements so they understand that. Um, well, pretty much every posture in Tai Chi comes with um, an initial movement forward and maybe initial movement backwards. I mean, there's, there's usually two parts to every movement, more or less. And when you're doing the first movement, I mean, you're, there's so much to concentrate. It's one, of the th- it's one of the reasons Tai Chi enhances the mind so much because you're using all four limbs at once. You're also concentrating on your breathing. You're also concentrating on your balance. So just to get the balance part down, getting the postures and the stepping correctly, making sure your weight distribution um, from one leg to the other leg is correct and accurate and not rushed, and trying to concentrate on the breathing. There's a lot going on there. So once I got all the physicality of the movement down, then I can now focus on the breathing even more so. Because, again, when we're trying to undertake something like this, I mean, you can't, 
you know, get it all in the first couple of tries. <laughs> you're going to have to, you're going to have to break it down one well, thing at a time. And typically, <laughs> yeah. So typically you start so from the foundation. Have a lot of patience. <laughs> well, just knowing the end result, constantly seeing my teacher moving. I mean, my teacher right, right now is 61 years old and mm-hmm. he's in better shape than I would say half the, half the United States population, especially for someone at, at his age. I mean, he's just Terrible. in amazing physical shape. <laughs> Steve, I'm 73. <laughs> <laughs> You be careful now. Those of us. Oh, no, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The average 61-year-old is not in the shape that this gentleman is in. I mean, it's just <laughs> phenomenal. And I just, and the okay. things that he could do, even when right. I was in my 20s and he was um, close to 40, almost twice my age, I, I couldn't believe the things that he could do that I couldn't do. And I had, mm-hmm. you know, youth on my side. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, right. Another benefit of Tai Chi, along with the breathing, you know, getting all that oxygenation into your body, um, the uneven weight distribution in Tai Chi actually enhances your bone density because it's an anaerobic-based exercise. So people with uh, osteoarthritis, you know, people are susceptible to osteoporosis. I have a lot of um, senior uh, students who has benefited from Tai Chi just in that regard. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the breathing but um, the bone density and the balance, because it's all about the body's foundation. If you tend to get a weaker leg, tend to have any kind of arthritis in your lower extremities, you know, that's really going to have a, a, a huge impact on your quality of life as, you, as, as we get older. If you can mm-hmm. develop that strong foundation right now and couple it with that, um, that fantastic breathing, your quality of life and your life's longevity is going to be extended. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, when a person is going to start learning Tai Chi, are there certain instructions that the, that the instructor says to them about drinking water and eating the proper food? Do they get those kind of, uh, that kind of education too? Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I know that, um, you know, you stress the rich green, um, you know, green leafy diet and the water, and that's something that was always impressed upon me from all of my teachers. I've had um, I've had two main Tai Chi instructors, and I've had a few other um, specialty instructors as well. And that's the one thing that they always stressed: if you want your body to perform um, at its potential and benefit from the Tai Chi, you're going to have to make sure you're doing a lot of water and eating a lot of um, um, good vegetables, good fruits. You know, stay away from a lot of different meats, but definitely have your protein. So yeah, they would. They would definitely talk to us about diet mm-hmm. and just overall quality of lifestyle because they don't <laughs> they don't want you to have to come to class and then learn this fantastic Tai Chi and then run off to a fast food joint for burgers and fries, right? <laughs> you know, because that's defeating the purpose. Well, and there's where we need to say to the audience out there in the world that if you want to be healthy and you want to be alert and you want to be uh, have a vision of being excelling, at being really good at what you do just to live an everyday life and be healthy, you have to know how to breathe, but you also need to know that food can slow down the breathing if you're eating too much carbohydrate and sugar. Absolutely. And then you can't perform, so you can't perform Tai Chi oh, very well, well, you can't perform anything very well because you're going to get too exhausted. The body fills up with toxin, and it has to remove that toxin through the skin. In fact, we remove more through the skin than we flush the toilet. 
So if they're not drinking enough water, if they're not learning how to eat properly, they're not going to be very, they're not going to like Tai Chi because they're not going to be very flexible, agile, and uh, mentally uh, disciplined. Right. And the mental discipline is, is key to Tai Chi. And one of the things that you would think is that it takes a lot of mental discipline and mental focus to do Tai Chi. Um, and in the beginning when you're learning, absolutely. You know, it's definitely a strain on the brain to, to grasp everything that, you know, you have to learn for this. But the one uh, part of discipline that I've discovered through Tai Chi is being able to just think about nothing while you're doing the form, to just have a complete um, blank slate going on in your mind while you're just listening to the rhythms of your body. And that, to me, is one of the most difficult things for people to attain and to, and to achieve is to be able to just clear their mind of everything. With our lifestyle today, with, with um, just how accessible we are through you know, electronics and media and Internet and everything else, to be able to put all that aside and just put it in a box and lock that away and just be able to just do nothing but just listen to your body's rhythms, listen to the breathing, and just um, kind of being a spectator to yourself while you're going through the form. That, to wow. me, is one of the yeah. greatest benefits of In other of words, you don't have a bunch of music blaring in the background to keep you in tune. You um, have to even if I did, I rhythm. would probably not hear it because yeah, I would just block right. everything that's out. True. But I generally that's like true. to do Tai Chi very quietly. I like to do Tai Chi outdoors as much as possible. Now, there, before we, I'm going to move on to some other things with this, too, before we're done because we don't have a lot of time left. But tell the audience, you know, you've been doing this for 22 years. You definitely have learned how to discipline and, and get in tune to yourself, but tell them about the time that you were in a wooded area and your personal experience with that. Well, there's been a few occasions. Um, I like to go to a wooded area or just an open space area in a, in a field or something, or just, just in nature and away from most of society and just do Tai Chi and just spend quality time doing that. And one of the things that I discovered while I'm doing the form is um, when you are thinking of nothing, when you are relaxed and you're just going with the form, um, I noticed that squirrels and rabbits and deer and just every type of, you know, birds would just start to congregate around me. I mean, even doing the form, I had ducks walking just between my legs while I was going through the form. And just and that, to me, was the first time that I really started to believe in this universal chi energy. I mean, I suspected it was there. I didn't really have any proof because we can't really see it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't until all these wild creatures just started um, gravitating towards me mm-hmm. because I believe that they were feeling um, the same mm-hmm. universal energy that I was creating and generating through exactly. the form. Exactly. And to just, and to just stop and, 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 um, and just breathe and look around and you see all these wild animals that would, in any other instance, run from you, uh, to just have them relaxed and calm and walking around you as if you were you know, some sort of energy beacon, if you will, for lack of a better expression. I like that word, energy beacon. Uh, yeah, uh, can you imagine when you were telling us today at different universities that are finally coming along looking at all of these uh, opportunities of, of uh, let's say, uh, alternatives uh, that maybe make common sense, Steve. I'm, uh, Steve, I, in everything I touch in my research, I believe in common sense. You know, classrooms can teach you a lot, but when you walk out of them, you've got to start using common sense. And what this has happened 7,000 years ago, 
was common sense. They started, they started feeling that there's something more that we need to live with the higher power of, of God, faith, whatever they chose. And they started reaching out and you look back, Steve, at the chanting and they have uh, the drum and then they, people began to dance and they used to do certain rituals that people would think sometimes were kind of funny in those days, but they were doing something with the rhythm. Tai Chi, Qi, Qi, Qi Go, I call it Qi Go, but you called it Qi Gong. But anyway, uh, became in China a method of, of relaxing the body and, and getting in tune to the higher powers of that atmosphere, I call it. That water and the atmosphere, we can't touch it, but it's there. It's very electrical. The animals that came around you and let's say the nature that came around you were being affected by what you created by your total discipline and focus at the moment of what you were doing. Now, I know you said you had to happen when you were in the forest area. Did you ever have it in a field anywhere when you were doing it? Was there anything that came to you there in a field? Absolutely. Um, whatever creatures are... Typically in those areas, I mean, whenever I'm doing Tai Chi outside, even if I do Tai Chi in my house, um, I have a few pets and they could be sleeping on another level of the house. As soon as they start doing Tai Chi, they all just start to gravitate around me. It's it's, it's, it's probably, I mean, there's so many rewarding benefits of Tai Chi, but to me that always, no matter how many times it happens to me, it just always brings a smile to my face because I still can't believe it. I I just, it's it's unbelievable. Well, you never will because it's, it's, so it would be just so fascinatingly spontaneous, right? Absolutely. When I was in Tiananmen Square in China and I was asked to have a picture, we were going to have a picture taken of me misting with nature chairs I missed. And then all these people came over to have their pictures taken. It was almost like they were in ambiance. What was I doing? But I truly believe it was because of the way I was reacting to the mist and the way I uh, respond to what I do there is, is people uh, uh, respond. So what you've learned, which I would love to learn to do Tai Chi, uh, I need for my health reasons to learn to do Tai Chi. Don't you wish... Steve, that they would teach this to the children in schools? Oh, it would be unbelievable because... Unbelievable. Unbelievable if they did. Um, I know that they've started in a few different... uh, I know some of the schools in Texas, a few other schools around the country, they started teaching like karate and taekwondo, and that's, you know, Mm -hmm. that's that's okay. I mean, there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with those arts and this and that, but if if they started teaching Tai Chi or Qigong as part of the regular daily, you know, gym class Mm -hmm. or recess or what Mm -hmm. have you... Um, there'd be so much less childhood obesity. There'd be so much more discipline, and the children would even do better on their testing and, and, and academia because of their stronger minds. Have you and heard of anybody? That's really what the battle is with with Tai Chi is just not only getting this discipline, but just strengthening the strengthening the mind. Oh my, discipline of mind. Now, have you heard of any of the, uh, let's say, in the NFL or um, any of the college sports or any of the sports? A tr- Olympic training, uh, t- teaching Tai Chi. Um, nothing, nothing general. Just very specific instances of a few people here and there that um, you know mm-hmm. just just stumbled upon it and it enhances their workout. But um, no group or team efforts, as far as uh, as far as I know. 
And now Chip Kelly, who he's no longer with the University of Oregon football team any longer. He's now over with the Philadelphia Eagles, I think it is. I forget which one he's with. But anyway, Chip was more uh, the co- coach that in the United States above even NFL in those days. He's now NFL. That taught his team more scientifically, more with technological methods of health. And he got into breathing. He got into all these different. I would be, I would like to, in fact, I know somebody, one of my members of my medical team has been on the medical team at University of Oregon for years. I'm going to ask them if he's ever heard of it because Tai Chi, to me, everybody in sports should be learning some classroom Tai Chi. Absolutely. When I see players that um, get damaged shoulders in hockey or they have damaged knees in basketball, I just know, just based on the exercises that that Tai Chi um, compels you to do, that there'd be less and less instances of these types of injuries if they move their body. I mean, these athletes are professional athletes. I mean, I'm never going to win one-on-one in the basketball against any professional player right now. Mm -hmm. But if it was a knee-to-knee battle, my knees are going to be a lot stronger and the muscles around them are going to be a lot stronger Mm -hmm. than most of the basketball players that are out there right now. Well, Just and because also of the way the focus, that Tai Chi layers the focus and develops the discipline. muscles around that joint. Yeah, this, the focus that you have to discipline that focus. See, to me, I can almost every year can tell when they walk out from those tunnels for, to play the Super Bowl, you can tell by the way they're walking who's in focus and uh, in the rhythm. And every sport, you can see who's the rhythm, who's in focus. And, Absolutely, uh, who has the balance. You know, Who how are they the moving their body? Exactly. And it's a mental, and it and, and all comes, uh, number one, you can correct me, how you drink water, how you eat, and you breathe. The breathing. Absolutely. It, that breathing is pulling in uh, uh, recycling of that water vapor out of the atmosphere to live with you as a recycling with the body's water and the body's energy and the energy in the water vapor. It's vital. And that, yeah, and by taking be, that in, I mean, on your exhale, you're getting rid of, like I said, 80% of the body's impurities. Exactly. Just through breathing. They should be teaching that in, um, in, in incarceration when people have addiction problems to be able to give them a chance to make some choices of how, how, for a healthier life. It should get... That's why universities, I think, are very finding this fascinating, Steve, because in the research I do... The universities uh, are getting very, and all these larger companies are getting very fascinated by another way to live healthier. And they're getting into more common sense than just popping a pill. Because they know the pill can only last so long. It's like a poetry scent. The person has to learn to be disciplined. And those organs of our bodies make the decision for us. It's like people think the person who's addictive it's got something, you know, they're crazy. They haven't made a choice. Well, the, the organs of the body made a decision whether you like chocolate or not. The organs of the body make a decision whether you abuse yourself or not abuse. It, it's, it's your organs and how you're living. The organs are in control of you. Your body is controlled by your organs and the way you're living in the atmosphere and it's breathing. So, Absolutely. But, what else you could, we're almost done uh, with uh, today, went fast. Uh, what would you like to tell the world about Tai Chi that they should learn more about that we haven't talked about? 
Um, just quality of life. I mean, that's, it's something, you know, when I started this in my early 20s, I really wasn't thinking about it because at that age, I'm, I was invincible just like everybody else at that age, right? So one of the things I realized is that as I got older, I was really not going to the doctor for colds, this type of thing, as much as all of my peers around me. Um, as far as overall health, I didn't really, I was concerned more with the martial aspect of Tai Chi back then. But now as I grow older, I mean, it's nice to know the martial aspects, but that you re- rarely you ever have to use that. It's the health benefit that I realize mm-hmm. now, um, you know, being in my mid-40s and looking at my peers in, the mid-for- in my you know, mid-40s as well, in their mid-40s, um, it's just a stark contrast as far as, you know, how my joints and bones and muscles move as compared to theirs, mm-hmm. how much more energy that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm I'm an evening person and I'm a morning person. So, I mean, if I get five, six hours of sleep, even though that's not what the doctors recommend, I'm up. I'm ready to go. I, I can't. I, I've got so much energy. It's just it's almost unbridled uh, to just achieve all the things that I want to do during the day. Mm-hmm. And that health, um, that quality of life, it's it's priceless. You know, I'm I'm so glad that I don't have anything medically wrong with me. I mean, in my family... Um, everybody in my family has corrected vision in one way or another. And somehow that just passed over me. And I attribute that to, to just Tai Chi and just mm-hmm. following that path. As far, as tell well us as all what, the other, what is your um, normal routine with your diet? Um, I eat fruits and vegetables and, um, you know, just lean, you know, lean meats here and there. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm a big fan of, um, you know, sushi and fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then... Uh, I go through probably five gallons of water a week just uh, at the office yeah. here because that's all we drink all day long. Yeah. And I think water water has got to be key. Yeah, if you read the business reports that Coca-Cola and uh, Pepsi and these other soda drinks are in a lot of financial challenges because the world out there is starting to drink more water. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, your soft drinks are great if you want to get rust off of a, you know, <laughs> metal or something like that. But I mean, as far as putting in your body, not so much. Eat up your organs like a, I know, it turns into, excuse my expression, to manure and it doesn't expel through the skin. And uh, we've got to learn. But, you know, they are, a lot of the biggest companies that I talk to out there are wanting to get into more study of plant life. And, and Steve, I believe if they start looking at how plants are living, they're going to learn a lot about how we individuals are living our, our health because we res- it's so much like a plant. And um, we have to operate on water. It's vital to us. We have to operate on the right nutrition, breathing, number one. Number two, water. And then number three, the proper nutrition. And like I said, moderate exercise. And that's what you're doing in Tai Chi. It's, it's so rhythmic that it's moderate, but it's learning to be disciplined along with the mental thing of breathing, and then, of course, the sleep. Now, that was an interesting one when you told us about how you don't need as much sleep uh, because you're, you, you're, uh, of what you've been learning. Now, well, let's see if we can capture that. We've got one more minute with you. If you say, you, 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 for some reason, you don't require as much sleep and you're very healthy, what do you think that is the body is so much rhythm? Uh, what do you think it is? I really just think that it's the exchange of energy that we're doing there we go. Um, Air. during Moist Tai Chi. Breathing. And yes. I think because I'm, I've 
juiced up my batteries more with this with this universal energy than the average person that my body doesn't need as much downtime as uh, to rest and recuperate as mm-hmm. other people. I mean, my uh, my teacher, Professor Dodaro, he might sleep four hours a night. Wow. And then the, uh, kind of an interesting fact, um, years and years and years ago, the Tai Chi masters that would teach all day, a lot of them actually um, drank too much just because they wanted to sleep, because they weren't able to sleep for a day or two at a time, because that's all they were doing was developing this Tai mm-hmm. Chi form. And, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> some of them even turned out, uh, to be drinking too much, but they drank just to pass out so they could sleep because their body <laughs> wasn't allowing them to sleep. That's another one. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, I know oh, you're a very you busy me. person, but I uh, I hope we covered everything you wanted to cover. And uh, if you ever decided you wanted to do this again and bring on one of your instructors, we'll do it again and teach the world about Tai Chi. Um, if if it would be all right, I mean, I, I'd like to give out my uh, instructor's name and his phone number if anybody that's has true. questions, I mean, if that's appropriate. That's appropriate. Okay. His name is Professor Joseph Dodaro. Uh, he's in the San Diego area, 858-230-2166. All right. Well, you have a nice day, Steve, and you be well and keep, uh, keep up doing what you're doing because I think in time it will be in the schools. <laughs> we can only hope. Thank you. You have a nice day, and you be well. Thank you, Sharon. You too. Bye. Wow, wasn't that wonderful? Um, uh, Well, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, Embrace your life, every special moment, and earth whispers. Never say goodbye. Leave something for all the generations of the children to come, for them to have something of this life too. You have a nice day, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinerHour.com. Hour.com.